Hello, and welcome to a very serious episode of Tim and Joel Call It in the Ring. I experienced a harrowing event this morning as I was preparing my back bacon, Canadian bacon for all you Americans out there. Uh, my freshly clean pan was introduced with uh, the, the fat from, from the back bacon, and there was still a little bit of water in it. What happened next can only be described as an act of ghoulish vengeance as the fat of that slaughtered hog reached back into our mortal world and took one last lick at the champions of the food chain. As that blistering suet leapt towards my supple visage, I could see the devil smiling at me. It connected, scorching my face instantly. The doctors say I, I experienced first-degree burns. Now, some may say, some, that that's the equivalent of a mild sunburn. But I know true pain. And having gone through this, I've now glimpsed what hell itself has in store for me when I depart this world. I put this mask on to encapsulate my pain. Keep it contained within this thin veil of fabric to protect you, the viewers, from the hideousness of my astonishing agony. I thought you were going to go for another like five minutes here. Yeah, I could have. I could have. The pain I experienced is unspeakable. Unspeakable. Can we can we talk about your commitment to the bit by making holes and not cutting or washing out the lines of the holes? It's also an old pair of underwear. Oh, so it was the same thing with Randy. Yeah, that's what I thought. It that's the, immediately what popped into my head. Now, now here's the thing. I don't I don't get to listen to you do the regular intro. So I really need to know this right now. I, I can't hear the intro song. What, did, did the intro song run when you yeah. did this? Oh, just, damn just it. For, just, no, 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 no. no it, it did when I was, hello, and welcome to a very serious episode. Oh, okay. You're kind of wishing it ran the whole, like, 15 <laughs> seconds. Just kept looping it over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 right. yeah. Well, then I would have had to, like, time everything out. You know, yeah, that's too much work. Good God, that's commitment. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, you got a gray pair of underpants and Randy Orton puts a gray pair of underpants on his face and gets real Phantom of the Opera vibes over his mild sunburn level burns. You got to you got to rip on him. First degree burns. First degree. Why would they? It's nothing. (laughs) That's nothing. And and for first degree burns. Maybe they deserve first degree tips. So go over to streamlabs.com slash Tim and Joel pod. Show Tim some love for maybe some new underwear. Cause it looks like he might need it after that bit. No, I got a, <laughs> I got a whole plan for these one, right? You got that nose hole. You know, you can have some Good fun. A couple little holes in the bottom. Halloween will not, <laughs> will not come soon enough. <laughs> uh, right. you, you weren't thrown as much i didn't tell you at all what i was gonna do and then you were you didn't you didn't miss a beat that was weird <laughs> yeah to believe me it takes a lot to throw me <laughs> apparently all right Woof. okay all right okay let's do it <laughs> wait you do the intro you do the regular intro otherwise what I regular intro off. it's we talk about wrestling i'm gonna take this sweater off because it's too hot it's too wonderful hot. and like it's, <laughs> it's as hot as randy orton's bloody face up in here all right, let's get right to it. You can like the video. You can subscribe to the channel. It's youtube.com slash Tim and Joel Pod. We're everywhere at Tim and Joel Pod if you haven't figured it out. And by the way, because I do it every week, this Saturday at 2 p.m., which is a nice change from the 11 p.m. start times I've been used to, I will be gaming with Fightful Gaming over at twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. And maybe, maybe playing Among Us with the Fightful family at nine o'clock after this stream ends at twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. We're waiting. We're waiting to see if there's confirmation. But you know what we don't need confirmation for, Tim? What? Alexa's big night. 
Yeah, because it already happened. You don't need confirmation of past events, sir. Good point. So let's yeah. talk about it. So you, we, we all watched Raw. We all got through it. The playground segment was weird, right? Huh? Yeah, I mean, no more weird than it has been. Like, you know. uh, it opens up and uh, Alexis kind of saying, everyone is with me tonight. Everyone. Yeah, I didn't and clock have... that at first. Didn't clock it at first. But yeah. yeah. More fire puns, of course. Of course. That's, that's what we're here for. Uh, and then and Oscar comes out and she starts dancing just because, you know, and Alexa freaking out, which was nice. I kind of liked it when she said, well, the fiend, don't say his name. But my Almost, question to you, she Tim, sat on his ghost. That's right. Sat on, tried to sit on his ghost. Yeah. Tried to rock his horse. And really, here's what I want to know. Tim, why was Oscar afraid? I don't know. It seemed very uncharacteristic. Uh, she's not good at keeping it chill. That's for sure. <laughs> Learned that. Probably one of the most dominant, fearless wrestlers on the entire WWE roster, at least on the women's side of things. Uh, and suddenly is scared of Alexa, the deranged poltergeist child. Superstition, you know, like you can be fearless in the face of uh mortals but when when uh you're dealing with the supernatural it can be it can shake some people you know i know people who love like slasher horror but they can't watch anything about the devil or spooky ghosties so maybe something like that i mean spooky ghosties was kind of how their match went afterwards right it was kind of equally weird Uh, yeah it was something it was they they did a wrestle and then (laughs) uh like yeah i don't know the transformation was especially hilarious because it was like, oh no, she's like a mildly gothy girl. We better whisper or she'll turn us into mildly gothy girls. <laughs> so actually, I kind of love that they're using the Thunderdome to create that aesthetic and to do a little bit of editing here and there. This one, nah, not so much for me. Give her a know. mask. Just give her a damn mask. Like We've been, they saying, don't want... we've been saying it's in SummerSlam. <laughs> like, that's, like the transformation can't just be switch t-shirts and put on some lipstick. Like, <laughs> just give her a mask. But, you know, I don't know. Pretty girl ratings, I guess. That's the thing. I still think we're building to a mask. Or maybe I've just gotten to the point where I'm hoping for a mask. But regardless, um, there's a lot of cinematic work that can be done. And they're taking Mm -hmm. advantage of it in the the Thunderdome. And I don't hate that. As long as you can give me the girl fiend by, let's say, the Rumble. And again, every single pay-per-view we get to, it's like, give me the girl fiend. Give me the girl fiend. Give me the girl fiend. Okay. And I don't mind mind the slow burn. But now I'm getting nervous. I'm getting nervous that they're going to pull something in the Rumble. Do you know where I'm going with that? Uh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I don't, I don't want hate that. it though. You don't hate it? Uh, you okay? Them both winning the rumble? You don't hate what? that? <laughs> I hate it, that. Only because okay, I don't want them both to win the rumble for the title aspect. I yeah. want them both to win the rumble because they can be a dominant force, and I still think that a raw wrestler is going to win the uh, the men's royal rumble. Yeah. For the women's royal rumble, I still think it's going to be a SmackDown wrestler. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't mind Alexa winning it. I don't want to see The Fiend in the title picture again, but we know that's where it's going. Quite honestly, I would have preferred to see Asuka and Alexa have their match at the Rumble instead of having Asuka, or sorry, having Alexa in the Rumble. Uh, but I could also see these two going at it at WrestleMania. Maybe you have the big uh, Alexa reveal going into Mania and Asuka has that old school Kana when she was in, uh, when she was a part of, of you know joshi wrestling in japan yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she would paint her face and it would be different like ghosts and different lore as long as she's not the nazi kind of that one wasn't really big with me there's a there's a weird thing about the japanese culture and nazi symbolism i don't know where it came from i mean they were you don't know where it came from <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean i don't i don't know where it became okay <laughs> i know where it came from i mean you know <laughs> my people very much know where it came from a little bit of history um yes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. It could be really good too. I don't want to poo-poo it too quickly. It's just the fiends. The fiends in the title picture is scary to me. But done right, it could be very good. It's, it would be better if they hadn't ruined Bray with the Goldberg stuff um, and all that. But yeah, the, this is the and with the Goldberg stuff. Uh, now we're we're almost a year past from that, so I can move past it. Now Goldberg is, of course, in another title match going into the Rumble. Everyone is just kind of crossing their fingers real tight and just saying, please, please, please don't let him win. So and I think I think putting God the Miz no. in the mix is how they're getting around that. Goldberg's going to somehow like 
beat up or beat the Miz, but he's not going to get the championship. That's my guess. So uh, Goldberg okay. still gets to look strong because the Miz is there as a as a, 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 a violence absorber. <coughs> um, but we still get to see Drew retain. Okay, so one thing, so so we'll get right to it. You know, seeing uh, first of all Goldberg on the dirt sheet. That's so absolutely good. Wonderful. I, was, I knew it. I knew it was going to be Gilbert too. What I didn't expect was for them to bring out bloody like Brew McIntyre out there. <laughs> who, by the way, is another fairly well-known actor who I'm sure someone will tell me in the chat because I forget his name right off the top of my head. And everyone was like, no, 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 it's not him. It can't be him. And like, no, no, it was him. It, it was, was that very actor. funny. That, that, that got me. I, I popped me. I was popped. <laughs> oh, look at you using using them insider terms. Yeah, uh, but Goldberg, sorry, Gilbert coming out and saying, I bashed my head into a wall because I'm so pumped up. <laughs> I breathe, <laughs> what was it? I breathe smoke out my nose and fire out my ass. It was so good. <laughs> oh, man. Like, oh, I did cool. not expect it. I actually thought he had died not that long ago. Like, so he had, he did have a heart attack at the end of that's October or November. Okay. So he, he survived that. <laughs> Yes, thankfully so. Because you know what? Goldberg's a wonderful human being. Yeah. And just to, for him to come back and get a paycheck every single time Goldberg shows up on WWE TV, take it. That is like the only good thing that comes with a Goldberg oh, return. That It was great. <laughs> that was so good. Love that whole segment. Minus course, the correct, week. as we've discussed before. I'm kind of tired of that bit. But you know what saved it? Of all the things, the line that he says afterwards where he says, I'm the Miz and i'm next yeah 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 yeah. right i was like oh that's good i like that yeah i was, was awesome. you know and then uh, tom afterwards being like i wish goldberg would spear the miss like you might get your wish he's right? definitely going to spear the miss <laughs> <laughs> uh and then of course when when that drew makeup came out whatever his name was uh he, it was drew mcintyre i'm calling him brew mcintyre because he, he clearly loves a few a few of the brewskis Yes, uh, to the point where Samoa Joe says, Drew might be carbo-loading for the Royal Rumble, and that's, that's the Clay-less. <laughs> yeah, the Clay-less. Yeah, 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 and Drew later on was just like with a body like a melted candle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, loved it. Speaking of melted candles, we had the opening with that eight-minute soliloquy from Randy Orton on a fiery, fiery promo, my friend. I think we know my feelings about that. <laughs> Oh, I said it in my notes. First degree burns the heel in seven to 10 days. <laughs> so what are we doing here? It's literally a mild sunburn. <laughs> it's like someone, someone said, Ooh, no first degree. That's the bad one. No, <laughs> it's nothing. It's a boo-boo. Oh, breaking news. The internet's been fixed at uh, Jeremy Lambert's house. We'll be playing among us tonight. Cool. I'll bring so, my mask. What I will say when Randy cares, Randy goes hard. Okay. <laughs> Maybe too hard on this one. Maybe too hard. <laughs> he gets a little burnt up, you know, a little fired up, you know? They had the little makeup on his, like, nose, too. It was just silly. It was so silly. What I didn't hate um, was actually that they didn't do the typical story recap where they go back and, like, last week on Raw, and they play the music, and they do the whole recap video package. No, they still they did Randy a recap. as a vessel. Yeah, but they yeah. use Randy as a vessel yeah. to tell the story. And I'd rather they do that and give him something to talk about or something to say and then not bring him up for the rest of the night. Like he was there pre-taped and then that was it. I was more yeah. than happy to just say that's a wrap on Randy. Declare for the Rumble in a more interesting way. And now I just wonder what happens to Edge when he comes back. Maybe Edge isn't coming back in time. Maybe Edge is coming back and he's going to cost this whole Fiend situation or, or add to it. Who knows? Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Randy Orton and the fiend and the miz and the goldberg and the drew basically what i'm saying is while raw wasn't great you have these moments in time that kind of sit back and you're like okay it was good it's just filling three hours is applaud and it doesn't work very well yeah and that's the, that's all it is like there was two hours worth of good show there this week i think it's just the problem is they have three and they they eat up a decent chunk of it doing recaps too both shows even even smackdown had a lot of recap content this week um yeah. But it was just, it's still not enough. And they shove in, uh, uh, what's his name? And Jeff Hardy, uh, Jackson Galaxy or whatever. Yes. Jack Action. <laughs> Jack Action. Jack, Jackson, Jackson. Jackson Gallad, Riker. Jackson ja Garbage Face. Jackson Galaxy is the cat guy. That weird cat guy. That's who that. <laughs> Jack, Jack Action is our best friend, Chris Jericho's original wrestler name when he wanted to start in the business. That's a terrible name. 
Yes, don't worry. I'm sure he's told everyone about that too. Uh, and we'll tell you a little bit about us. You can find us over everywhere at timandjoelpod.com. Okay, okay. Like the video, okay. do the subscribe thing. Hello to everybody in our live chat. I hope you're doing well. PW Unlimited is another place where you'll find us every single week talking about the week in wrestling. And we don't actually talk about this on PW Unlimited. So a little bit of fun content for you. Impact Tuesday. Holy crap. What happened? Like it was what great. occurred? It was, it was, it was great. It was pretty good. It was pretty At good. First, it's dragging a little bit for me. Honestly, the AEW and Impact crossover stuff for me is is making it not as engaging. Okay. I can agree with you there. Yeah. I, I'm not in love with the Kenny Omega stuff in the story. Same. The Good Brother stuff, fine. Okay, fine. But then Matt Hardy and Private Party appeared. And Which... suddenly we're in a different zone for me. Yeah, because... and that was good. Well, so for those who didn't see it, Matt Hardy, Private Party, they come out, they challenge uh, Sabin and Storm to a match and the winners would take on the Good Brothers uh, and then Private Party win. And next thing you know, we're at No Surrender, which was announced today that it would happen on February 13th on Impact Plus. And the main event for that show are the Good Brothers defending their Impact Tag Team titles against Private Party, uh, which is awesome because you know yeah. what? This, this gives me Evolve vibes when the Street Profits were trying to get their way in NXT. And I, I hate the the private party Street Profits connections that people try to make, but this is one that I actually feel is right because yeah. private party has been trying to find their way in Impact. They're trying to find their way in the um, in the tag team division there. Remember when AEW started, they got that big upset win over the Young Bucks. And so they haven't really found it. It was the same way that they brought in Street Profits to NXT, had a good start, then they kind of floundered. Then they sent them to Evolve. And when they sent them down to Evolve, they won the Evolve Tag Team Championships. And then they started really becoming more dominant. They found their step. They found their swagger. They learned a ton and they came back, became tag, tamp, tag champs in NXT, and then went on to win, obviously, on Raw SmackDown. Yeah. So that's a wonderful feeling to have uh, when you can come in and maybe win the Impact Tag Team Championships. And yeah, it'll feel like a stepping stone to eventually hit the AEW Tag Team Championships. Yeah, and like there, there was a lot of really good stuff in there. Um, I've mentioned a few times before that Matt's been giving me like gimmick whiplash, um, and when he first started doing this, this one, it was grating a little bit to me, but it's starting to grow on me, especially now that Private Party has embraced it a bit more. I didn't like the the whole infighting garbage. It's just like, well, just fire him. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> but now they're they they've embraced his ways and kind of what. The final, like, yeah, I'm into this now was the the ad they ran on Impact this week where Tony Khan was like, look, you want to out, I, I need to out Carney you. I can't. I'm a good person. I'm not I a Carney. And it's it. like, but Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy's a greedy Carney. He's going to out Carney you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wish I could do the bit with the hundred dollar bill, but let's face oh, it. We aren't carrying cash money anymore. No, like, I, I haven't. Pull out I've money. had. <laughs> I've had $20 in my wallet unspent for nearly a year now. It's just sitting Perfect. There. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. And like you said, you know, Private Party last night on uh, on Dynamite ended up basically turning. Yep. And they're, they're, they're joining. The Hardy system is working. So I'm a big fan of it. I'm, I'm really enjoying the fact that the, the Impact uh, crossover is not going to be limited to just the elites or just Kenny Omega or just the, the Bullet Club alumni. Which is what we were really, really curious about. So it is good to see that that is starting to happen. A little bit of bleed in. It was good to see Tony and Jerry in in the mix there too. And Jerry Lynn was a very big part of NWA TNA when it first started. So oh, I was I, I was happy to see Jerry Lynn, <laughs> yeah, uh, especially when he got involved in that uh, in that tag team uh, tag team match. Yeah, it was awesome. It's good. Uh, you know what else was really awesome? Taya Valkyrie shot Johnny Bravo. Yeah, that was great. It worked out well. I was like, yeah. That I, makes sense. It, that's a wrap on Taya Valkyrie and Impact. And you know what? For the amount of time she spent there and the dominance she had as, as the Knockouts champion, I think she was really, really good. And, uh, you know, I think she's ready to move on to the next step and do what she does next. So she's been arrested, I guess, after that jail sentence. That, that's where she'll go. She's and, of gone. course, according to Tommy Dreamer, if she's lucky, she'll go to Jacksonville State Prison. But for what she did, I think they're going to send her to Stanford Maximum Penitentiary for two years with an option for three. Trust me. That's... 
that'll change a person's soul forever. Did he uh, Did he look that up? Did he look up sentencing? Because if that's anywhere near true, that feels light as hell. Like, <laughs> you get serious, serious shit when you actually kill someone. But if you try, eh, it's kind of a slap on the wrist. Grand I would assume, I'd assume murder in Florida is kind of like a misdemeanor. They don't really yeah, do much seems there. Like, you know, Florida, it's an everyday man. thing. And AC Romero, by the way, not lost on me saying, I hope they don't send her to Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, the Baltimore bubble, if you will. But mm-hmm. the whole segment, the goodbye segment was really good. I liked that she got to say goodbye on screen to her best friend, Rosemary. It was really nice. And it just felt like a, a nice way to wrap up uh, Ty Valkyrie's time and impact. Yeah. And the Rosemary crazy Steve thing that she's transitioned to feels more like a better fit on camera. So I'm, I'm glad that they've landed in good places. And it's a rehash of Decay, which is what yeah. they were doing years ago. So why not? I, I'm, I'm happy to see crazy Steve not just carry around a monkey and monkey. be pals with random people, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so where does Taya go next? Her you want to see her in the WWE, Rumble? WWE, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing her. Pair. You know what? You can introduce her the easiest way. Have her be Johnny, you know, Johnny Morrison's wife, Taya, yeah. who happens right. to be a wrestler. She has clout. She has the ability. Obviously, she can go in. I heard some people talk about doing like a, a Ms. Maurice, Johnny, and Taya thing where like kind of total bellas but much more obnoxious yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm kind of into it yeah. i don't love it but i'm kind of into it i mean if they put it on one of the main programs i'll watch it <laughs> <laughs> well we'll see uh and for those wondering ties uh the, the segment was actually taped after hard to kill on saturday and not at the tv tapings that occurred that weekend taya had left by the end of hard to kill so there it is speaking of hard to kill i don't know if you watched the entire show tim but moose kind of stole the show yeah i know i i don't it, it, I'm, I'm flabbergasted i'm still a little weirded out by all the decisions but it worked it got them to rich swan versus moose which i think is going to be really really excellent so and he did yeah. a damn good job damn like it was a great match people weren't really happy with uh with moose replacing alex shelley i get it it's especially weird. because <laughs> it's weird and it was unexpected at the same time if you're gonna have someone replace uh, anyone in that main event, it should be the guy who's also working towards the top of the Impact World Championship. And yeah. like the week before, had just gotten himself a, a, a World Championship opportunity. Cool? Why not? Uh, but he he went nuts and he had the performance of a lifetime. Probably a breakout for Moose, who has yeah. had it in him for a long time. And when he was in Ring of Honor, everyone was like, oh my God, this guy's got it. Got a little lazy in, in Impact when he started. Got to that point. I I had seen him live and I was like, Eh, it, it was no longer moose it was like miss so it's nice to see him kind of call return it up to form yeah return to form exactly he beats the crap out of rich swan afterwards after the show and it was funny as hell because i'm just like okay now, now we're gonna move forward and get there and it's i mean the match should happen at rebellion but it'll probably happen at no surrender yeah if i had to guess and then we'll get moose or rich swan versus kenny omega Honestly, I think I'd rather, see, I'd rather see Moose Kenny. Like that. Yeah? Yeah, that would be my preference. So. Big man versus little man? Yeah, yeah do the one-winged angel to him. <laughs> yeah, seeing people in the chat saying Moose bringing his football background into it and talking about how former teammates may not have gotten along, but we did it for a common goal. Really into that. That was a yeah. really good touch for that. No, he's like, I, I told you I'd be the best damn partner you'd ever have. He comes out, he is. Uh, yeah. Then he whoops his ass. That's fair. I love it. And yeah. then, yeah, and then that, that backstage segment, he just, like, walks up and just flips out on Rich Swan, just <laughs> rams him into the door. That's great. I, I, you know what? I'm fine. I, I find Rich Swan corny, so <laughs> I don't, any chance I get to see him get, get his ass whooped by, by Moose, I'm here for. That's fine. And if you want to show some, uh, some ass whoop love for us, you can like this video. And you can subscribe to us on YouTube, and we would appreciate it. And we'd love you forever. Well, last night, AEW was on... It was a clunky show, Tim. Yeah, it's yeah, and I. So I watched that one live. I had NXT in the background, and yeah, yeah, I wanted to like. There were moments that I really enjoyed, but a lot of odd things happened. I found like just kind of awkward, strange transitions. Very much so. So I mean, at the top of the show, doing the the opening segment with uh, minus one's birthday, very cute. I enjoyed yeah. it. Throwing the papers and saying, you know, my birthday was three days ago. It was, I liked it. It was a good chaos. Match, chaos you know. project projects. Yep. I hate children promo. 
Yes, and that, and then, and also TH2 is here. <laughs> we have to come out to that. Um, and I think like that was a pretty good match. Like especially the ending flurry there with uh, with Reynolds, Silver, and Hangman. I thought that went really well. And then I thought that the segment following the match was like really strong. That was probably my favorite part of the whole show. Was that bit? Yeah, Dark Order entering from the face tunnel was something else. Yeah. Yeah. Did not expect that. And yeah, the, the proposal gone wrong was uh, probably one of my more favorite parts of the night. Yeah. See, seeing the Cowboys come out to, to start dancing in an Anna Jay and, and Uno and Grayson just be like, <laughs> pushing them back into the tunnel. Loved it. Yeah, really had fun I thought that, that was really great. And like I said, that uh, I can't get up. That ending sequence looked really great. I was really hoping that they would then be a thing. But eh, there's the more story to tell. We're going to find yeah. out maybe if Hangman has... Maybe he's going to get himself a, a, a psychologist or a psychiatrist and work through his, his teen issues. Yeah, as Jim Ross has made no bones about, that boy has problems. <laughs> yes, of all people, Jim Ross is the one pointing out problems. Yeah, alcohol-based problems. That's right. Well, and then we, uh, we saw the, the, big, the big return. The big, the big segment, Tim. He's back. It's Sting! He's I back was again. Like, who are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, he's back again. Uh, and listen, one thing I love is that he comes out and congratulates Darby Allen on a title he won months ago. <laughs> it's so weird. Oh, I was like, oh. okay, so this is this is Surfer Sting in edgy Sting makeup, and it's weirding me out, bro. <laughs> like, it's just. <laughs> What's he doing? And and I typed out, you know, I was ready for Sting to get upset with Taz and for this to get somewhere. And then I remembered, wait a minute, in WCW they did they did this with Sting when they brought him back after being the surfer, right? They put him in the rafters. He didn't say a word. He would show up and beat people up and not say anything for months. And then eventually we got to Hogan and Sting at Starcade '97, and the match sucked. But the point was the build was incredible. But Sting isn't going for the AEW title in this story. No, he just so sees himself in, in Darby for obvious reasons. So instead, today they announced AEW at AEW Revolution, there will be a street fight between Ricky Starks and Brian Cage and Sting and the TNT champion Darby Allen. Oh, that's what they meant. Okay, that makes sense. I assume a cinematic tag team match. Yeah, which is the right way to do this. So <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe some okay. minivan action. Yeah, I'm into it. I look forward to that. It'll be good. It'll be fun. Uh, speaking of revolution, there was a little thing that happened this this uh, oh, today earlier on AEW's YouTube channel. They uploaded a new banner that said that revolution was on March the seventh instead of February twenty seventh. Then they took it down, and then they put it they put up a dynamite banner, and they've since taken that down. So I don't know when uh, revolution is. Could be March seventh. Could be February twenty seventh. Who knows? It feels like because of the way that they book. This week being a little off, I think they were just kind of trying to stretch out some stories because I think they are trying to move uh, Revolution another week. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think about the Inner Circle uh, three-way? Uh, didn't play out how we said it had to play out for it to not be dumb. <laughs> you know, I, I'm what, disappointed. What, what did we say just for the new, the new friends listening? Uh, Proud and Powerful had to win, and they didn't. Uh, no, I didn't, didn't like it. I like the Jericho memes that followed. <laughs> so silver lining on that. Little uh, things. It also just felt really weirdly self-important for it to be the main event. It just didn't, I don't know. Like when they announced that it was, I was like, it doesn't to me feel like main event vibes, but whatever. Um, here's, here's what I, I was marinating on that because I agree with you. We, we said it on our shows. We said it on PW Unlimited on, on Weekly Draw. We said Proud and Powerful has to win this. They are the tag team. Yeah. But in the story of things, Sammy Guevara is the one who knows. He's the one who sees that all of this stuff is happening that MJF is controlling in the background, yeah. that he's creating all this stuff, and they're going to cast Sammy out, and then an MJF is going to take control. It's going to be one of those things where... Sammy's going to figure it out. It's going to be a big well-to-do, and then they'll do a sex god reunion. They'll think Jericho turns face, but Jericho's a trash human being. So next thing you know, it'll be like the inner circle goes after, or whatever's left of the inner circle goes after MJF. Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of the dissolution of them then. Like, I think there's a lot, like, having Santana and Ortiz actually be a tag team, 
on their own rights will be good. I think that's a that'd be a good injection into that division in AEW. Um, Sammy Guevara as a singles competitor, I think, will be a lot stronger. Uh, same with Jake Hager. Oof, and, Jake you know, Hager. You get you got MJF, Chris Jericho working towards a, a longer program. So. Yeah, and and the the Sammy Hagar pop up was was really funny. I did. Yeah, it's funny. It's good time. Right, good laugh. Um, and yeah, you know what? I would love proud and powerful to just be like, nah, forget this. Go back to Impact, become LAX, and regain the Impact Tag Team Championships. That'd be cool too. <laughs> Completely disregarding everything we just said about Private Party, and <laughs> just forget it. Just LAX, and they're just like, okay, you you go do well, that. That's the thing. Private Party had a really good match on Impact. This uh, six-man tag this week eh, it underwhelmed me. I think I had really high expectations for Top Flight them, but um, I enjoyed it. I think it got a little just like the three-way at the end. It, I think the match went too fast, got away from them, so they yeah. started having some issues keeping up with the timing and keeping up with the with the spots as they called them. Um, and then Jr. going into break, just being like grumpy jr i don't give a damn and just letting it show i was kind of like that was his like who's the legal man it's like does it even matter yeah (laughs) (laughs) who who gives a shit connie broken jim ross (laughs) oh that dumb man but yeah the show overall i mean listen it felt it was discombobulated that's probably the word i can use best for it it was kind of it was lackluster it was okay at best there was nothing amazing the inauguration was on tv so maybe they kind of decided we can take it easy for a week because it's been three weeks now of nothing but like shitty political news yeah so now it's like okay now we can ramp things up because people are going to pay hopefully less attention to politics moving forward at least for the next hundred days <laughs> yeah i don't at know least. we'll see but like i don't like the peter avalon match went like way longer than i expected it to yeah they did 10 minutes and it still doesn't make sense why it happened really because we got to put over the go big go go big show bo go the snoop rap the snoop rap consists or persists it's still yes of course now worse than ever they've edited it in a real janky ass way it's cody's cody's best friend snoop he wants everyone to know that that he is best friends with snoop and that when the next round of toys come out instead of any women getting a toy it's going to be snoop cody and snoop yeah terrible it'll be a joint pack uh, and then, yeah, the women's match was just like... You see what I said there? The joint pack? Joint pack. Because <laughs> Snoop, Snoop Dogg smokes weed. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, it's a boring brand. <laughs> <laughs> We're Canadian. It works for us. I'm just tired. Everyone smokes weed, man. Stop it. <laughs> it's not an identity. Um, you know what people don't all do? They don't leave us tip jar love, but they can over at streamlabs.com slash... Tim and Joel pod. Keep going. <laughs> uh, and then the women's match. They had the Miro segment. They quickly ushered in. They're just like, ah, this is the update. Mm. Chuck Taylor. He's my butler. Look at him be a butler. <laughs> yeah. Four minutes collectively for the women. And I, I, I think people have noticed that I've kind of stopped shitting all over the women's division in, in uh, AEW because listen, until something gets fixed, I'm not going to keep doing this. I, no, it's not. It's 9.30 every week. You know what to... And there's like a, there's a, it's a pro and a con to that. For those who are like super into women's wrestling and don't care about anything else on the card, great. Now I know 9.30 is when I show up and then I can tune right out. On the other hand, there should be absolutely more than just one match on the card for each of the women. And I get that this past week's show, you know, they had to do it on short notice with Hirsch and uh, Penelope Ford because of what went on with uh, Nyla Rose and being exposed to someone who contracted COVID-19, blah, 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 blah. I get it. But like, come on, man, put put a women's tag team match on somewhere. Do something. Just even, give me even the else. spot picking for that was like pretty clunky. Like that weird dive to the outside was like, what, what are you? What, what? Did this have to like even Jim Ross has criticized how much this is happening in AEW and it's happening a lot. Like every single show, there's like feels like 13 topes that that get announced and it's just like, can you just stay in the ring for one match? Yeah, I get it. And actually, someone in the chat mentions that they hope the uh, knockouts champions show up on Dynamite. I was going to say, have the knockouts tag champions face Diamante and Ivelisse, who won that AEW World Tag Team Cup or whatever. I, would I love think to there's that. yeah. Have I think there's room re-brand. for the tags. Yeah. Have have them rebrand as LAX. Yeah. Have them yeah. become the LAX that goes after the Knockouts Tag Team Championships. 
there's room for the women's tag stuff to cross over. The singles competition, what they don't need is another company's women's title because, again, we keep saying that the NWA women's title is much more interesting in terms of narrative than anything in AEW's, like, championship circle right now. So, eh. Yeah, so moving forward, AEW's got a lot of holes to plug and they have to figure out what what their women's division should look like because Kenny Omega can't keep passing the blame to Brandy who then passes the blame to Tony who then passes the blame to Cody who then passes the blame to the Bucks who then passes it back to Kenny and then Kenny says, no, no, I just want it to be better. And it's like, well, you want it to be better then it's got to get better. Didn't today he say that they should have their whole own show? The Eliminator Tournament might just be their own show. We'll find out if it's going to be on each having tournaments. It'll be fine. I'm interested as to why it's going to be U.S. and Japanese only because I saw the flags. Maybe yeah. they'll actually open it up to other people from other countries. I don't know what the what the feeling is there or how they're working. They could be bringing in Japanese talent and having them quarantine. That's perfectly logical. They could tape it all and then put it on YouTube one by one. I get it. The only thing, like someone pointed this out for me and like the tournament would be fine if they didn't also have these rankings. Like... Someone on Twitter posted this and it's like, why do this at all if you're just going to keep having these tournaments, battle royals, etc. for number one contendership? Like, and like, I don't care so much about the ranking. Like, it's not something I'm passionate about. It doesn't add or detract anything from me. It's just like, make a decision on it. Have it matter or don't have it at all. Yeah. Well, we can go on about that for all... All of eternity until they fix it. So instead, yeah. let's talk about NXT. You were watching okay. NXT. Good show. A few yeah. holes. Yeah. Talk to me about Fight Pit. Fight Pit was great. I love Fight Pit. Did it live up to my very high expectations? Not quite. I think I no. preferred Riddle versus Thatcher in the Fight Pit over this one. But this was great. I really loved the way that they started it. Like the blocking for the match was really great. Like they had so much time spent up above the ring before they ever even got in. And then the finish was like, chef's kiss. So good. So good. Yeah. Uh, Thatcher winning with the stretch muffler was something I did not expect, especially when they call it modified. And really the modifier was that Ciampa's leg was like stuck in between the steel beam, the stanchion, which was nice. And it looked really gnarly. Um, I agree. It was a great match. It was a little bit brutal. Um, Thatcher still needs to be more than the fight pit. Yeah. 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 Because at the end of the day, we we said it, he was seven and seven going into this fight pit since the last fight pit. So he had literally a 50, 50 record and this makes him above 500. Sure. But like going into it, people were like, why should I care about Timothy Thatcher? And that's why, because he didn't get any major victories and any major matches going into fight pit. Yeah. Well, and like now he's got Champa's respect and they're going to do their thing, um, which I think is a good direction. Like Champa's on his crusade to, you know, do the Undertaker's work. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Which is a good angle when it's a fictional angle. Um, Timothy, if, if we're talking like grizzled young vets, these two guys look more grizzled than those guys. So like maybe we do that at the end. Yeah. And you know what? It's not going to, we're not going to ruin it for anyone because now it's out there. Ciampa and Thatcher are a team now and they will be on 205 Live this coming week uh, in first round action in the Dusty Classic. They'll be taking on uh, Davari and Tony Nice, who are, they're replacing uh, Troy, sorry, Desmond Troy or, was it? Yeah, Desmond Troy and uh, Anthony the uh, Anthony Ashanti the Adonis. I'm having yeah. trouble with names today. Yeah, Troy and Adonis. They were both taken out by Karrion Cross on Wednesday night. So Ciampa and Thatcher are a team now. They're best friends, best pals, best buds going into the Dusty Classic. By the way, here was the hole in the Dusty Classic that I kept pointing out. They're not tag matches. They're matches with four people to move on single stories. <laughs> because Rough and Kushida... They beat Gargano in theory, and the whole point here is that Kushida wants to face Gargano for the North American Championship. Leon Ruff is still very much cast aside. Yeah, which is a shame. It is a shame. Great There's match, room though. For great Ruff. match. That was a great match. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. uh, and quite, it was a great, great hot open. I was very, yeah. impo- very impressed. They, they do that so consistently where like the, the match to open NXT is like very, very strong. And it's been like week after week I'm there, and it gets me amped for the whole show. And I find that like their shows just run a little bit 
smoother because of that. With AEW does it like 75% of the time, NXT does it like 100% of the time. Yeah, and so we're going to we'll see where this kind of goes forward. We talked about it on PW Unlimited that this match could have been a double countout or a double double disqualification whatever because Grizzled Young Veterans are the next team to face the winners of that Gargano Theory Ruff and Kushida match. Um and obviously it's going to be Ruff Kushida versus Grizzled Young Veterans, which is great. Grizzled Young Veterans are going to win. Yeah. Gargano's probably going to get involved and cost Kushida the match. That'll be that and then we'll move on to the North American title scene. Um on the other hand, when they do do tag team right, Lucha House Party defeats Imperium somehow. Which, yeah, we I I had no faith in, so it is kind of good to see. Um, they, yeah, it, it's... I didn't have a whole lot of faith in it, which is no surprise. Because like you said, like half of these matches are, are singles competition matches. Like they're setting them up for story. So, so the only cool. thing that really made sense after you and I talked about Imperium moving forward in this tag team tournament was Alexander Wolf showing up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Wolf, who's been on the NXT UK, apparently, you know, got in a boat and rode his way to Florida, which is great. Didn't have to quarantine, I guess. Um, but now the question persists. Is Alexander Wolf taking them back to the UK or is he bringing other people with him from the UK? Hard to say. My gut instinct says maybe they're going back to the UK because I feel like there's more room for them there. I have a feeling after the matches that Valter has had, and he's had great ones, but they've been against undersized opponents in the UK. I think Valter's coming for vacation in Florida. I would love that. Like if, yeah, it'd be good to have like some some larger, strong factions go at it again. I think that Imperium coming back here would be choice. Yeah, well, I'll tell you this much. My Dusty Men's bracket broke over that Lucha House Party match, but it will recover because I didn't have them going that far. And instead, we have the Women's Dusty Cup. Yeah. Team Ninja, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter take on and defeat Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. Tim, I told you so. Yeah, you did. But again, it's another match to move a single story. Yeah. Because Team Ninja's in it to be a tag team, but Storm and Martinez were always just two singles trying to get their way to the NXT Women's Championship. Yeah, and then EO shows up, and of course... And there like we had talked about this and I had said like this is an opportunity for them to build Team Ninja as a team. So like they're going to go and get their push so that eventually they can become singles competitors on their own right because that's what <laughs> tag teams are for in NXT is to build singles competitors to give them that's a right. profile. But like you know whatever like it it works they're a real team for now. Um and it makes sense it's they, I wouldn't be surprised if they go on and win the whole thing. Um, they got a good shot at it, especially after the very memeable finish. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't written in my notes. Casey's whatever the F was that finisher and all one word and the F is spelt out, but I don't swear on this channel because I don't want to get uh, as in trouble. <laughs> I think I called it the like, like wonderful whirling ass splash or something like she just, yeah. I mean, that would kind of hurt if she weighed more than like 80 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's someone's butt coming like from 10 feet in the air into your spine that wouldn't be fun so so tom stubb from pwt talks nxt we we on pw torch we go back and forth a lot and he actually had the perfect explanation for it and that was we don't know how this move is going to be landed and tony was just like how am i going to take this and casey was like mm-hmm. and so instead tony was like well i have more meat on my backside just land on my butt." And you're small and bony. It's probably not going to hurt nearly as much. I think it was a botch on Casey's part, though. Like, I expect it to finish as a normal splash. Yeah, it, it like, felt awkward. And like, there's no way the goal is... It. There's no way the goal is to land with your ass on your opponent. That's just, like, dangerous. Well, you tell that to Ricochet in his 630. Oh, it's so good, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm being asked in the chat about Brian Alvarez saying on his podcast that Casey... Casey and Caden were supposed to start a heel turn with the promo they gave after they won the match, where they were kind of obnoxious, kind of um, middle school girls, super excited about the win. I don't necessarily see it going that way yet. I see where it could be a heel turn down the road. But for now, I think people are very much behind Casey and Caden being like very relatable people who just happen to do really amazing ninja things. 
Yeah, they can't they can't do it now anyway, even if they wanted to with that with that finish. Like it's been That's the other thing. all over the place. Like they're too yeah. over. <laughs> if you're doing really, really massive, cool, flippy finishes, you're probably not a, a, a bad guy. You're not a and she, Yeah, and she did a few wild like flipping moves through that match that that landed flush that were really cool. So yeah and, and at the same time i saw her at the royal rumble in phoenix when she showed up and like climbed the turnbuckle to save herself in the match and i was like blown away she yeah. has an incredible like amount of of strength and dexterity and just balance it's in it's incredible she has yeah. a lot of potential she just they need to figure out what she is other yeah. than just like this this girl who can climb anything she wants by the way, for anyone who was asking about Bailey being at the Performance Center and the whole Triple H put me in the Dusty Cup, no, she was not there for a Dusty Cup appearance. She was there to work the Superstar Spectacle tapings, which, by the way, aired this Tuesday on WWE Network. Superstar Spectacle is the Indian yeah. special with all this. Yeah. Um, so speaking of the Dusty Cup for women, Fightful announced, or sorry, WWE actually announced the NXT channel. Uh, the NXT channels all announced the signings of Elena Black, Priscilla Kelly, and Lacey Ryan. And they're going by their new names. Lacey is now Zoe Stark. Elena Black is now Cora Jade. Priscilla Kelly is now Gigi Dolan. And so let me give you this real quick from Fightful Select. WWE announced the signings of Elena Black, Priscilla Kelly, and Lacey Ryan, but the wheels have been in motion since the least since at least the last crop of signings happened. Fightful learned in early November that WWE already had interest in the three women and had been aggressively pursuing free agents and finding out contract statuses. WWE sources say Elena Black was the almost a guarantee to get signed after her first tryout, as was Lacey Ryan, and that they'd already had their eyes on Priscilla Kelly for quite some time. All three will be in the Dusty Cup, as we know now. Uh, Elena Black, by the way, is like 19 years old. Doesn't... And I'm a big fan of Gigi Dolan as a name, by the way. That is a good name. That's actually a really good name. It's, People it's... who are shitting it on it, they kind of hit to understand that it, some of it's actually very obvious. What's the problem? It's a name. <laughs> okay, so you know, you know that Darby Allen, part of his name is for Gigi Allen. Ew. Yes. I didn't know that. Now I. Yes. God, I didn't think I could. I don't like Darby Allen at all, man. <laughs> well, here now He's you're gonna so blow your lame. mind a little bit more. Hold on, because now He's Priscilla so Kelly, lame. Priscilla Kelly and Darby Allen used to be an item. They were married. Okay. I think Gigi I Allen, Gigi Dolan. So she took the other half of Gigi Allen. I don't care. And then Dolan is Gaelic for dark or insidious, and, and that's yeah. Priscilla Kelly. Makes it's sense. fine. That's fine. I don't care. I'm a fan. I like it. Is, is so I'll give you the updated. <laughs> I'll give you the updated teams for the Dusty Cup. Candice Lorraine and Indy Hartwell, the way, are going to take on Gigi Dolan and Cora Jade. You got Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon taking on Marina Shafir and Zoe Stark. Uh, that's exciting and a bit of a different pairing for me that I expect that I didn't expect. Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea, which you and I talked about. Mm -hmm, we mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. talked about that possibly being a pairing. Taking on Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, which didn't expect. And then Team Ninja obviously defeated Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. Cool. Looking forward to it. It's good. The, uh, like I saw the new faces in the bracket and I was like, oh, where are these people? And I figured you'd tell me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can see on my Twitter, um, all of the brackets were both both cups and what I thought would happen and who I thought would win and blah, 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 blah. So it'll be fun. Keep up with it. Oh, one thing. Uh, yes. I, I look at Twitter sometimes and I, My God. I, I understand maybe 50% of what I look at, but I vaguely recall seeing the name Elena Black versus uh, one Joey Janela. And I don't know if that was future dated <laughs> or something in the past. I don't think it was expected for Joey to have done that. Interesting. It was a work. It was fully a work. The, they fully are fully I'm a, okay. I'm just a Elena. So yeah, if you go back... <laughs> Uh, so I'm, I am Twitter friendly with Randy Lauren, who is now Skylar's story in WWE, who is involved with Joey Janela. They're a couple. So, so Skylar's story and Joey Janela are a couple, uh, on her Instagram, she and Elena were hanging out doing merch stuff at the last GCW show on new year's Eve, which is where Joey Janela was performing. So yes, they're all friends. It's a thing. It's a work, but unfortunately, he kind of just jumped the gun because Black just got signed by WWE, and and Janelle is not showing up in WWE anytime soon. No, he doesn't. Sure. I don't want him there. He's good. He's good elsewhere. 
We got 10 minutes to go, and then we got to go play Among Us over on twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. So let's talk about SmackDown. Ding dong, hello! Good stuff. Great stuff. Excellent stuff. Good lead. Looking forward to it. Another talk show. Yes, another talk show. But at least this one has a cool aesthetic, which is more than can be said about, like, literally any other talk show. On every time... Every time we're in a similar space from now on, you and me, Tim, I'm going to ask you to knock on the door. That's fair. I it's the only that. way I know who you are. It's the right thing to do. I love the Sally Jesse Raphael look on uh, Bailey. Yeah. I enjoy that there's going to be the obstacle course tomorrow night on SmackDown. Who do you think is going to win the obstacle course? Uh, the EST of WWE. <laughs> I mean, told. Uh, did you did you know that Bailey copied Britt Baker? I saw some some uh, with a sarcasm some of that back with and sarcasm. forth. Yeah, yeah, I saw some of that funny. on Twitter. It was it was pretty good. I think Bailey I saw, responded yeah. to Britt at one point. And Britt said last night on the AEW post show, she was just like, "Oh yeah, I, I I didn't see it live, but I saw it, and I love Bailey." So cool. They're That's all fine. friends. Come on, man. Yeah, it's it wrestling. Everyone's all, it's all everyone's cool. friends unless they're very much not friends. Look, man, both of them have a talk show. It's like the least thoughtful way to cut promos. There's been hundreds of them by now. <laughs> exactly. Oh, speaking of talk shows, Adam Pierce swerving the big dog. Yeah, that feels... Uh, I'm curious where they take this because Paul Heyman screwed up. That's a Paul Heyman goof. I have a theory, Tim. Yeah, what's your theory? You see, Roman's going to be very upset with the way that Paul Heyman handled roman's problems it's and a kept standard saying, contract it's handled mm-hmm. no it was pretty handled Heyman handled business for another associate now the question is when will it get so bad that roman beats the dog crap out of paul Heyman, and Heyman is left with only one solution to save his own ass and that is to bring back the other associate. Once yeah. Heyman is cast from the island of relevancy and we can get to the match that nobody wanted when it was Roman the face. Now it's Roman the bad guy. And thank you, Mr. Warren Hayes. We love you. We're going to see Roman the bad guy and Brock the badass. I, You know what? I actually care now. That'd be pretty I'm decent. okay with it. Yeah. I can see it. It's built well, right? Because I, I like Paul Heyman. And he's going to get his butt whooped. And he's going to deserve it. Because <laughs> he didn't do his job very well. But There you go. I, uh, I feel but, like it's going to be a slow burn. We'll get mm-hmm. there. But a couple months. Yeah, and it might it might even be a much later than WrestleMania thing. It might be a Mania thing. Maybe KO wins the Universal Championship in that last man standing match. Somehow piling Roman under a... Who knows? Maybe, maybe he digs out... The pitcher's mound at Tropicana Field and and puts Roman in it and then just puts the pitcher's mound and then, and then it's the Roman Reigns pitching mound on Tropicana Field. That sounds And then he wins hilarious. the Universal Championship. Yeah. And then That's zombie nice. Roman comes back. Maybe not. But, <laughs> Probably not that far. Uh, but I'm, I'm here for a world where KO wins the championship and maybe Roman's on the chase again because right now Roman, he's winning his matches with help and he's winning it with yeah. cheating and he's it's just eventually it's going to get to a point where people are going to say, all right, it's the same thing over and over again. Find me something different to do. Yeah, I, and I think that would be a good direction to go to have KO win because they, they're doing this match again, right? And KO, being as good as he is, could carry that title and should carry that title. So I think it'd be more engaging if the head of the table is unseated, right? Like to, And to see what happens as a result of that. So. Absolutely. And you know what else I'm waiting to see a result from? The Rise of Apollo. Yeah, yeah, it looked good. It's Talking about him with Roman, seeing him sit at the side of the head of the table. Yeah, I think there's room to expand like Roman's sphere of influence. So I'm glad to see that this is where they're taking it. Because I thought like it'd be good to see a few other people added in there. I would have assumed it would have been the other Uso, but like we're not <laughs> quite there yet. So yeah, and instead, uh, maybe a mean streak is ahead, and maybe a space for Apollo to become the uh the badass at the side of the table yeah the associate at the at the side of the table the enforcer at the side of the table yeah like that's the word i was muscle biggie looked (laughs) 
I'll Don't bleep. get us in trouble, I'll man. I'll bleep it on the podcast. I have bleeping technology. <laughs> um, anyway, Biggie looked looked hella good, hella good this week in his Ghostbusters sweater on that couch that he brought out somehow. <laughs> And the open fridge, that fridge door has to be closed, damn it. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Daniel Bryan was flipping out backstage watching that. I don't care who you say. Uh, yeah. But words with the, you know, after their match and then getting to Friday for the Intercontinental Championship, it's a rematch, but it's going to be a really good one because Apollo is now more bona fide, mean streak, wanting this title. He's been waiting to sink his teeth into a character. Um, he's not just going to be standing happy to be here, smiling Apollo. It's the start of something bigger, potentially. Yeah. Biggie's no, still, Biggie's still going to win. Let's face it. Yeah, he has to. I mean, and if they don't, I, I'm less on board for it. Cause I don't think Apollo needs it. Um, and I think Biggie carrying that title for a, a while is, is kind of what's right here. So let's keep it on him, but do the match for sure. Absolutely. So maybe it's time to uh, pair Apollo directly or peripherally with Roman and the family. That'll be the next move after this Intercontinental Championship match tomorrow night on SmackDown. Can we you talk about how good SmackDown was overall? Just good. Of course we they're can. Doing, they're doing a good job. I'm glad to see. They, yes. There's Everyone's all stuff. excited. Cesaro came out and explained his absence and it was perfectly reasonable. I yes. loved that. They had noticed a gap and they filled it nice and easy. Um... Yeah. Tim, I don't know if you've ever been to a baseball stadium. I have. They are big. Enormous. It takes forever it takes... to get anywhere. That's right. I don't care if you have access to a cart. It still takes time. Last season here, like, you know, before the the, the, the events, um, <laughs> <laughs> they had switched Fair. to like a, a, a $5 for any one item thing. But there was one cart in the entire bloody stadium that was selling the $5 <laughs> items. So it like took forever, depending on where it was. It was ridiculous. Terrible I remember execution. That terrible non-terrible execution by the way is liking this video subscribing to our channel and leaving us some tip jar love at streamlabs.com slash tim and joel pod and billy k is a national treasure fyi oh my god so so silly mosh pishing uh different in <laughs> australia yes can confirm having spent time in australia it is mosh, mosh pishing yes it is and 100%. the like the hard looks on the way down with like the weird like greaser like hand movements <laughs> Oh, God. All right. In the interest of time and going to play video games, Sasha Banks versus Reginald? Huh? WWE's not going to do an intergender match. Something will screw it up. There you go. Uh, and then Carmella versus Sasha at the Rumble by all the looks of it. I'm for it. Why not? Do it. I can have some fun watching that match. They did a great job the first round. So what's another round between friends, right? Do it up. And who do you think is going to join the Mysterios? Because I got two names in mind. I'm reading them. I don't like either of them. <laughs> Damien Priest and Alistair Black are my two names. This is the most boring way to introduce. I want Damien Priest and Alistair Black just being a tag team instead. That works for me. I'm fine yes. with that. Just leave the Mysterios out of it. Like just headbang. Also, don't let Dominic. <laughs> don't let Dominic on commentary again. <laughs> I didn't care for that. Watching, watching, uh, what's his face? Baron Corbin just trash talk Dominic while he's wrestling his dad. That watching, was what I was here for. Watching him get his ass shoved down, that was delightful. That was a great <laughs> shove. Once again, Baron Corbin, better than you all think. <laughs> if WWE had trios titles, I would want to see Aleister Black, Damian Priest, and Dominic in a, in a, in a three-way. So that I could just see Black and Priest like rocking out to the just the darkest, heaviest of metal. And, and Dom just being like, guys, can we, can, we change, can we change the channel? Can we listen to something? John Mayer. I want to listen to John Mayer. <laughs> or just be like, guys, there's, there's the latest Kanye. Can we listen to Kanye or something? And Ooh. then Black and Priest just being like, get the hell out. Go go change in the hallway. I got to update it for the current generation. New John Mayer is Sean Mendez. So <laughs> that's too Canadian for me. Oh man. Yeah, he's doing okay. He's a, he's big in America. One of the one of the Harry Styles. That's a that's a guy. Okay. Well, my Harry Styles are on and I think we figured out how to finish off this night. Tim, we did it. Another week of wrestling down. Where can the kids find you? Kids can find me at Tim Stone P T I M B S T O N E P on Twitter. Come make me enjoy Twitter. Yes, please go follow Tim. He is a wonderful, wonderful friend and a wonderful follow. So go do it, would you? 
And you can also follow us over at Tim and Joel Pod. You can find us at www.timandjoelpod.com or youtube.com slash Tim and Joel Pod. You can find me over at Joel Pearl on all forms of social media, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. And you can usually find me playing video games over at twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming this Saturday, 2 p.m. And literally right now, we're about to go and do this thing, 9 p.m. Eastern, doing the thing. And so that that means that friends with your friends, with your, your dogs and your neighbors and your uncles, aunts, moms, dads, their friends, cousins, brothers, sisters, friends, telling them to listen to us, that would be great. I think you should listen to us and tell your friends to listen to us. And until then, ladies, gentlemen, friends, beyond the binary, enjoy your wrestling and have a great week.